Have you noticed that? I mean, I noticed that as a bottom-up brother who doesn't come from academia community. I don't come from that. I noticed that people who have attacked me the most has been white women trying to silence me, trying to make me, you know, uh, look at myself. Hey, Leonard, what you say to that? Well, first thing I'm going to say is the word toxic masculinity is like an oxymoron. All right. So, yeah. you know, there is no toxicity in masculinity. Okay. So <laughs> that, that's what you, that's the word to basically replace men behaving badly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. There's so, brokenness right. out there. Exactly. You know, there's emotional there's, issues. There's people that need right. therapy, but yeah. masculinity is masculinity. And we've gotten so far right. from the idea of masculinity because right. we've had generations now, a, a generation or yeah. two of people growing up without seeing men uh in in the home so they've forgotten they don't know Mm -hmm. um what that looks like you know so uh, yeah you're absolutely right hey joe you showed that quote about from that um black men should be wiped off the earth that is being taught i mean that's the the and i'm being facetious but when you dig no that's true Toxic masculinity is being taught at the high levels and now in even high schools where all masculinity is actually very toxic. So they're trying to change it. So, so, so toxic, of, yeah, toxic, toxic masculinity can only exist if there's toxic femininity. So, well, yeah, here's a good point. I was talking to a, a professor in Chicago and she works in the prisons and she was talking about toxic masculinity. And I said, well, is there any toxic femininity? She said, no, no, no. What do you mean? If there's toxic men, we know toxic they women. have to be toxic. Yeah. They have there's to no be toxic. Women. Very good. Cool. There's no toxic femininity. And I kind of got her at that. Why is there only toxic masculinity, you know, which means knuckleheads, you know, abusing their, you know, masculinity. Well, there's women that abuse it, maybe not at mm-hmm. the rate of men, but you know the, the oh, whole idea that it's it's one sided, but, but but it's but here now. It, you know, <laughs> isn't it amazing that toxic masculinity was not ever thought of when the dominant European culture of men were doing what they were doing? You never heard such terminologies being used yeah, when right, the right. when the dominant European culture of men, husbands and fathers, was they was a, they were pushing their gender and they that never talked. It only became a problem, brothers, okay, when we stepped up and we rose up and we started being able to voice our opinion and speak our truths and everything. And all of a sudden, oh, you know, toxic masculinity and everything. Have you noticed yeah. that? I mean, keep, keep it real. Yeah, well, can we, can know, manhood is built upon character, plain and simple. So yeah. masculinity is also built upon character. You cannot have the opposite, right? So. Right. What you have is, is, if anything, if men are not behaving the way men should behave, and when I talk about that, I mean with character, with dignity, with honor, with yeah, respect, right. all right, the things that we want to teach our sons, all right, how to treat people fairly, how to treat people, you know, you know, with respect and dignity, and the respect and dignity that you should be getting, right, then, uh-uh, you, you, you can't have that. It, it, the word, like say, toxic masculinity is a weaponized word. Because yes, masculinity yes. is not toxic, just like femininity yeah. is not toxic. 
So, you know, you know but when you that, really think about that phrase, toxic masculinity, it's like if this was a gun, the word toxic yeah. would be the bullets. Right. You know what I mean? Um, it's exactly. a loaded, a loaded uh, uh, a gun there. And, a loaded and word, loaded how, term. Exactly. It, it, it's interesting how, like what you just said, um, you know, it only became a problem when it comes to uh, us saying that. Just like where Dave Chappelle Gender. said, about, uh, uh, Dave, yeah. Dave Chappelle said that um, uh, he said something along the lines of, you know, when black men were talking about how they feel different inside, you know, people looked and they said, shut up, nigger. We don't care about your feelings. But right. when 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 a white man comes out and talks about how he's feeling inside, all of a sudden uh, it's a big deal. You know, uh, esoteric concept says, so how did this start? Um, hey, you know what's interesting and what, what an popped in my that. head? Grandmaster Jay, I feel like, brought out, uh, and that's the, the, the leader of the NFAC who's going through a hell of troubles right now. I feel like he made that term way more public because he himself said that it's, you know, in response to someone's question, he said, it's my, to my toxic masculinity. And all of a sudden, this phrase became a big deal and people started talking about it like crazy so this is just really within the past couple of years um that uh that that phrase kind of came out and became a big a big big to do all over yeah um i can i can attempt to answer that question uh when, when did it start because it's a, it's a very deep thing and we've talked about this in the past in the 1960s, the um, former Marxists became neo-Marxists, and in France, the intellectuals, and they passed this doctrine. So what they did mm -hmm. is instead of the, the workers against the owners and the proletariat, they started this, um, what we call, you know, political agenda where it was males against females. So males are the oppressors and females are the oppressed. And this is where identity politics started. And what they did is they, and this movement went to Yale University here in America in the 60s and now has spread to every university in the Western world. It's not just us, it's England, New Zealand, Australia. So this idea that actual masculinity is part of the patriarchal, they attribute everything to men running society. So. Um, that's that's where this came from, and it's very prominent. I mean, it's absolutely. We talked about Black Lives Matter. I guess we're going to get into that, and Leonard was, maybe can come on that. Their original website agenda was very anti-male, anti-family. Right, it was. It was anti-religion because they're Marxists who are first of all atheists, but they believe that the patriarchal society is a you know oppressive. And it's run by males. So that's where toxic masculinity. And it comes to this gender because if males are toxic, what should you do? Change them into females. So this whole idea that you could change your biological makeup and decide. And most of the transgender are going from, well, it's equal. More of them are from male to female than there are from female to male. So that's very interesting. Right, so, right. And, and Lennon, before you leave, let's have you jump on this conversation right, about, right. Um, uh, you know, what's going on. I, right, right. Um, how it, um, 
how it kind of started um, with uh, toxic masculinity. Well, like I said, there's obviously a plan. When you think about us as a people, um, ADS as a people, one of the things, as much as we've gone through, one of the things that could never be destroyed about us, what gave us our strength was our bond and family. Even right. in slavery, as slaves were separated, family members were separated, you had documented, yeah, I'm sorry, documented evidence that you had people walking hundreds of miles to reunite with family members and to bring the family back together. See, so what, what was understood is, okay, with these people, in order to really destroy them, we got to destroy the family. So we have to pit the man, the man versus the woman, okay? Yep. And you started to see that really, like I say, is, is the, the plan was devised in the 70s, in the 60s, but you yep. really started to see it in the 70s. 1970 marked the first year when we started to see a decline in marriage between women, okay? And, and well, between quote unquote, black men and black women. That's when you start to see the numbers go down because at one point in time, we were like 85%. Now, some of that is attributed to, you know, at 16 years old, people are getting married. Okay, well, you don't have that anymore. So maybe we have to change the metric, but still the numbers, all right, are still way, way, way off when it comes to marriage and family building. And like I said, it's family building is how you create a sustainable people. Uh, Mishan had mentioned before um, the term that, that, that I had mentioned um, earlier in slavery. It was called the term is called the, uh, Durante Vita. Durante Vita. It is a Latin term that means during life. You will be an underclass, or you'll be a slave class, or you'll be at the bottom during your entire life. The only time that you will never that you will not be an underclass or slave class or at the bottom of society is after you die. So. <laughs> So yeah, so this 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 right here still is is in effect where this Durante Vita type mentality keep these people as an underclass, keep these people down, you know, at, at the bottom. All right, destroy their family bond, destroy their sense of of identity, destroy their 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 gender identity. All right, so we can always create some sort of confusion. This is the new Willie Lynch. Okay, for y'all is so not familiar. For you guys, so black, I just want to make sure because I know you got to get up. I want your comments on Black Lives Matter, taking that same conversation into Black Lives Matter and how that potentially has played a role into keeping us divided because we can't even, we don't even know how to pick our leaders. We don't even know we're looking for the wrong thing. So take that right into Black Lives Black Lives Matter before right, you leave right. and what's going on with the, them. The question I have for for, for any for Black Lives Matter is, like I said, is Black Lives Matters is a great tagline, a great slogan phrase, a rally cry. All right, so now that we've rallied, what types of things are we seeing? All right, where's the results? You know, I mean, I guess this is an organization that started to 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 um to 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 thwart police brutality or to to you know you know to, to address police injustice, okay, or unjust policing. All right, so. Has that reduced? Has it been made public? Eh, yeah, okay. They made a lot of noise. Okay, right. But still, you still have the problem. There's still incidences popping up. You just may not hear about them. So what have, what have we seen, you know, of substantial that we can point to and say, hey, here's what these people have done. Because now we're starting to see where monies are being, you know, taken and misused and this, that, and the other and all of that. See, so... 
Hey. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Talk about this gender and the gay stuff. There was a conscious st strategy by the gay movement that, you know, if they just came out and promoting their sexuality, two men having sex, that wasn't going to go over. So they realized they had to merge it with the civil rights agenda. Exactly. And I think yesterday, almost every city that's introduced gay rights or hate crimes has always Came used straight through the civil uh, rights movement. If civil rights leaders or African American politicians mm -hmm. here in Louisville, since so us in Louisville, the first um, hate crimes ordinance and the first uh, gay fairness amendment was introduced by Paul Bather. You right, know, an African American, and then when he he got kind of whooped upon because he he um he originally sponsored the ordinance, and then when it came to vote, he voted against it because he was being threatened to be kicked out of his office. Because guess what, the African American community was not in support of it. So these leaders who are being bought and paid by the European American gay movement, they do not really represent the community. Right, and they they, they represent the opposite. And so anyway, after he after he um, backed off, well, guess what? Denise Bentley took it up. Right. An African woman. So but it was run by the European Americans and financed. And right. I know that firsthand because I was on the front lines. And, you know, when you go down to the board of aldermen, they were in their offices 24 seven. But. And here's a good example. Reggie Meeks, you know, sadly at the time, there was eight elected African-American officials that either aldermen or state representative, seven of the eight were pro-homosexual. Wow. Only one, only one, Bill Wilson, was pro-family. And guess what? They, Courage Journal and the community, they ganged up on him and had Denise Bentley beat him in the primary so then you had all eight of eight were pro-homosexual and that's when they were able to pass it but it was being right. financed and led just like black lives matter is by the european radical marxist right. homosexual exactly. leadership uh, on the attack of manhood there's no doubt attack on manhood because here's the thing if you remove the man from his true power or his position, then the woman falls. It's just that simple. And, and the way to attack a family or people is you attack the men. You attack the right. men first and then the family breaks down because it's the men that hold the family intact. So, you know, there is this thing to where it becomes offensive to even say masculine. Right. I mean, I mean, when you think about it, that's a that's a that's a gay person's nightmare to hear the word masculine. So his job or their job is to attack masculinity because masculinity is heterosexual, right? Right. And so what's happening in this society here, and it happened over time. It didn't happen. It didn't happen overnight. It's just something that gradually happened. If you even look at how hip hop or the music industry have changed. Remember back in our days, hell, uh, Mishan, we had love music. We had music of love making music. love and family and stuff, right? And we right. were mimicking that behavior. Right. Uh, and so we, right. And, and even if you look at the men back then, they were masculine. If you look at the movies, Jim Kelly, uh, all the masculine men, right? They weren't wearing makeup. Right. They weren't 
out arching their eyebrows or none of that, nope. right? And so nope. these was the masculine men that that we as a people begin to mimic. And so this is what this is when it became an attack on black movies when they talked about uh, exploitation movies, right? Exactly. Because these were movies to where we were heroes in our movies, right? We exactly. were the heroes kicking the white man's ass and shit. So we fell for the okie doke when they started right. talking about. Uh, that that behavior is getting black men to be this and be that. And we fell for it, but we didn't know that it was actually teaching us something. Because if you're from a small city, a little small town, and, uh, you know, and when you you look at some of those movies back then of Jim Kelly and all of that, those movies were were, were people in the bigger cities. Well, in the small cities, uh, 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 young, young black men begin to see their image Right in these movies, kicking white people's ass, right? Boom, boom, <laughs> boom, right? And so those images they knew would be passed down and the behavior. So, you know, right. they got in front of us and they, they, they're, they're not that smart. They're only using our stupidity to stay on top. I'm going to say that again. They're only using our stupidity to stay on top. If we change our mindset, they fall. It's just that simple. And when I say them, I don't, I'm not going to put them in a certain color of people because there's a lot of black people. There's a lot of people that looks like us in their line of work. Masons, black Masons, right? The, yes. the, the African-American Masons who are part of the, the black agenda. Caucus. The right, black the black caucus, yeah, caucus right, right? So we got a lot <laughs> of black people falling for the agenda and we fail to look at it. So most black people, most men, men of color and even women are afraid to speak out against the LGB, right? Because why they'll come after your pocket. They'll come after your show. They'll cancel your shows and all of that, right? right? They'll come after you. We know this. Even in, when you look at women, check this out. And this is very interesting. And this is a strike against the women. If, because there are so many women that are gay, they may be, they may practice heterosexual, but they, a lot of women, a lot, a big percentage. And in fact, if you look at the research, most young girls today and teenage, and it goes all the way back lesbian, to my daughter, yeah, they, had sex, they had experienced sexual activity with the same sex before they experienced it with a boy. Right. Go yeah. look it up. Right. Yes. And so and so here you have this agenda. Right. You got this agenda that's going on. And so now what's happening is that. Um, you see young boys, like, like I said about young boys today with their pants hanging down. These things are images that are being put in front of our face. Right. And so, and so when you, when you look at that, the strike against the women is this, um, there is an agenda. There is a group of people, men who are actually taking the place of women. You think about it. Women should be actually a fucking offended of a man acting like a woman. Woo! She Amen. should be the first one mad at that shit. No, hell no. How the fuck are you going to be woman of the year in a magazine? Women should have been <laughs> upset at that magazine and want to really just go there because here's the thing. That motherfucker can't have a period. You can't <laughs> breastfeed. You don't have an ovary. You ain't a woman. And so this thing about replacing the woman... Right. Right. It's about replacing her. And now they're getting in her sports 
right? Now they're competing. Now, now, now a boy, masculine-ass man, can put on a fucking dress now, and he can go <laughs> compete. His punk ass didn't want to compete with men. His punk ass, he couldn't beat them out. So he went over there with the women, and they allowed it because people are afraid to speak yes. out against them. And right. that's the problem. You know, you know, this is a serious agenda. Those motherfuckers even took over the rainbow color, which wasn't their goddamn color in the first place. They took a common color and and <laughs> made it their symbol, <laughs> put it up ever. They stole some shit. The rainbow color was a beautiful color here for centuries, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they took it and fucked it up. Now it doesn't look so good no more. Now yeah. when I see the rainbow color, I, I know what it stands for. I, I won't buy my grandbaby nothing with rainbow colors on it because either. I know the fucking symbol. Right, yes. and they just hijack shit, and we fall for it. Everything that's happening, we're falling for, and we are fitting right inside that agenda. On our own, we're doing it without any help. We are we Gone. are validating their behavior. We are validating what they want us to be, and and, and that's John, how they win. John, 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 you are my brother. You you know what? You my evil hey. twin. You say you say it articulate the way that I need to say it, but I can't say it, but you say it. Okay. <laughs> if you got pants, you supposed to have them up. Who what society in in the world today where their pants where men are showing their butt cheeks and their underwear? I mean, I, I got to say today's today's men is the most fucked up group of young men I've ever seen in my mm. fucking life. And, yeah. and so here we are in this situation to where there are they are mistreating women. Uh, they are not respecting the wound that they came from today um, and the behaviors of black men today. Uh, and, 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 and and the behaviors of how we're treating not only each other, but how we're treating our women. Uh, there's a big trend of change going on. And those of you who are 40 and other really ain't paying attention to that trend because you were too young to even recognize what was happening then. And so, it's, you know, it's like I always say, uh, having the opportunity to set with elders. Yes. And, and that's what's missing in the community. We don't have elders anymore in the community. Right. Now we got young YouTubers and shit, niggas who just study some shit on YouTube and think they're gods and they can really teach and shit. What we need is some what we need is our elders back. And we yes. need the yes. elders to sit around. We need to be able to sit around the elders and listen to the old stories of how shit used to be. Right. Right. But we don't have that. We don't have no respect for the elders anymore. No fucking respect for the elders anymore like it, it used to be. And it, the, the problem with that is it's because of the lack of fatherhood and what you're looking at these young men today. Majority of the young men today did not have a father. So therefore, how can they respect an elder? Can you imagine you with your dad hanging out with your dad and your dad is with people his age? Those are elders. You were told to shut your fucking mouth. You ain't told to question the elders and you told to listen. Listen to these grown men and, and you you raised up with that behavior. It is the same behavior as black women or women, period. And when I when I'm speaking about those who are the absent father thing, if a woman grows up and she didn't have a dad, she don't know nothing about a goddamn man. What is she going to read a book about it or look at YouTube? She don't know nothing. The first thing she will learn about a man on a man's behavior is watching her dad. In fact, there is an essential love and respect. And, and right. difference, different feelings when it comes to father love with a young yeah. girl and yeah. mother love. There's two different types of love. 
The, the, the mama's love is one thing. The father deep voice love, that masculine voice is another. And she respects this one a little bit different and it, it equal, but this one over here. Uh, I'm going to tell your dad when he gets home. He, um, you better right. pick that up or your dad get home. And that's when the, look, the child knows, oh shit, oh shit, get that done because dad is coming. The masculine one that that with the with the mask with the with the with the authority voice is coming home. Hey, right. clean up that room. Hey, we don't have that no more. Now you got right. women raising boys, putting ponytails on them and shit, uh, 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 doing shit like that, feminizing little boys today. Right. Right. So they're growing up to be these punk ass men you see today that was raised by women. What man, what grown ass man is going to let his child walk around with his pants down? Nigga, you better pull your pants up, boy, when you come around her. Put you a That's belt right. on. And Ain't we, no and we think, and we, we think it's no cute. going to let his boy do that cute. shit. People think it's cute. They got, they got their chance. And we have to be able to teach what masculinity is and heterosexual and what it means to reproduce. And those right. who are willing to listen will listen. Those who are not listening, if you're not turning off that TV, if you're if you if you are not allow if you stop, only if you stop allowing the agenda to come into your living room and get it into your ears, the only way it changes. So if you right. can't get if you can't convince people to turn the TV off, stop listening to that music, it ain't happening because they're controlling the airwaves. They're controlling the yeah. frequency, which what mm -hmm. people are following. And every time they change the dial, people change. <laughs> mm -hmm. You see? So, you know, it ain't going to because most of us don't have the courage to turn that fucking TV off. Mm -hmm. So, That's Peter, absolutely right. So, Peter, what do you say? I don't need to come. I can actually stand on my principles. That's why I like the divine principle concept. So, John, moving forward, here's my here's my recommendations moving forward for the next 400 years or going into the new year. I believe that there is a little hope in all of us going after 1960. I call us baby boomers in the middle. We in the middle of this shit. OK, and we are the last hope when I say the. The 1960s and 1964, okay? We are the last hope, okay? And I believe that if we were to mobilize and create a conversation, a dialogue, a focused concentration, okay, that all of us born after 1960 to 64, we the last of the baby boom generation we all we came up to black exploitation we 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 seen some crap okay we all we all have all seen some stuff and you're right okay we got a generation of people who ain't seen what we see i believe john brother if we mobilize and do what peter was talking about and with young people like joe and everything who wants change i think we could potentially if we gotta put you know we're gonna take some work you're gonna take some work but i potentially think we could sow something in there yeah, heterosexual day. We got to we got to and be led hey, look, by we the can, men. We can start we can start we can start a whole clothing line that says HP for hetero pride. Hey, y'all lie. <laughs> you know I got a you know I got a you know I got daughter and everything. We can do a hey, John. Man, I, hey bro, I'm glad I asked you that question. You you laughing, y'all clowning, but listen up. Well, it ain't nothing crazy. but to just do it, bro. That's and right. be led by the very demographics of men who was not included in the very beginning. Our men, we give leadership to that nonsense, bro. Do you understand Hero that? Pride. Mm. Oh man. Yeah, actually, we're mm. a good point. Is we are the counterculture now. We used to be the majority, the moral majority. Now, straight um, people like us, we are the counterculture. 
because we so you know the the gay pride was like counterculture before now we are the counterculture because that's the norm you know transgenderism gay and in the now we're the, now we're the uh, uh minor yeah we're the <laughs> counterculture of straight um heterosexuality family two parent moral minority now here's one thing is and you may not know that the fourth sunday of every July is National Parents Day, and I helped get that elected with the American Family Coalition. A lot of people don't know about that, but that's a national holiday. It hasn't taken off like Mother's Day or Father's Day, but yeah, the fourth Sunday of July is National Parents Day. Oh, man, you should have put National Hetero Parents Day. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. When we spoke before the city board, board of aldermen, it was Denise Bentley who I was telling you about. She said, well, what about gay parents? We should, because what we do on National Parents Day, we kind of have parents of the year locally and nationally. And so we came before the council and she said, well, what about same sex parents? And I said, well, we only recognize um, heterosexual parents. Look, if you want to do that, <laughs> you know, but the fact that she would bring that up at a city council meeting when we were recognizing you know, mother and, and, and we also recognize foster toxic femininity. <laughs> that's toxic. That's toxic. Spilt inside there, right there. That's toxicity. And that was thirty years ago, actually. That wow. was thirty years ago. Now, if you even said we're only going to recognize same-sex parent, you know, uh, you know, opposite-sex parents, males and females. Oh my goodness! In in biology, in real in real life, uh, two men can't have sex. Yeah. And two women cannot have sex. And they can ejaculate each other, but they can't have sex. The yeah. word sex came out of the word sexual intercourse. And the word sexual intercourse means to reproduce. Yeah. You see? So, so, so you only have one sex organ. Your asshole is not a sex organ. Your mouth is not a sex organ. Your ear and nose are not sex organs. Uh-uh-uh. Yeah. You only have one sex organ. And the only way you can the only way you can have sex is to take your sex organ and put it with the opposite sex organ. You can't use the same sex organ because it don't work, right? Dicks just slapping each other. So you don't it don't work. So 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 really two men can't have sex in reality, in biology, is they can ejaculate. And I know the gay people are gonna hate hearing that shit, but you ain't having sex. You are ejaculating each other. There's a difference. And so that's that's that piece there, just what I want to say. <laughs> no, that's very true. That's very true. Because that's why I differentiate procreation is what you're taught, male and female. Correct. Everything else is fornication. Correct. Wrong, wrong, wrong terminology being used. 